I am Gabrielle Gonzalez, host of the Mindful Revamp podcast. This is a space for exploring the power of mindfulness, how to be mindful, and how to revamp the you that exists on a moment-to-moment basis. So often as humans, we become deeply attached to our habitual patterns, even when they no longer serve our highest good, and even if we don't mean to. And yet, As humans, we also have the ability to utilize our awareness in order to make long-lasting change for the better. As a licensed marriage and family therapist, mindfulness coach, and creative being, I aim to support listeners in unlocking their emotion, power, and passion to live to the fullest. Hey, welcome back. This is me. Gabrielle Gonzalez, again, your host of the Mindful Revamp podcast. And today I want to talk about how to separate what is in our control from what isn't. To control or not to control? That is the question. I think one of the most important places to start is mindfulness. Big surprise. I'm starting at mindfulness. A review of what mindfulness is. Mindfulness is paying attention on purpose in the present moment, non-judgmentally. It's the awareness that arises when we do this, when we pay attention on purpose with non-judgment. Mindfulness, and I talked about this in a previous episode, does not automatically mean relaxation. It might eventually yield that result. We may feel a little bit more relaxed as we practice being mindful and connected with the here and now. It doesn't automatically mean that we are going to feel relaxed when we begin to do it. In fact, mindfulness can be most helpful when we're going through an emotional or a mental experience that is highly uncomfortable, that is very triggering for us, particularly when I'm helping clients to process and move through their traumatic experiences, the past trauma that they've been through or the more recent trauma that they've been through. I try to prompt clients to begin acknowledging what's happening in the here and now. How is your body responding to this emotional experience? What are you experiencing emotionally? I might pull out a feelings wheel so that we can identify some specific emotions that are coming up. And then we begin to really check in with a space that we exist in. Once we acknowledge how the emotion or what emotion is coming up, how the emotion is impacting the physical body, we start to look around, name what you can see, Name what your body is doing, name what you're looking at, what you can hear physically, what you can maybe feel touching up against your skin. As we do this, as we practice this mindfulness of the mind, of emotion, of the body and of the space that we exist in, we start to reconnect with the here and now. And the reason that is so important is because When we are fully, fully, fully connected with the here and now, we are able to begin identifying what needs to happen. What next step do I need to take in order to nurture myself? What can I actually control 
in this moment in order to obtain an experience that I would prefer, whether that's an emotional or a physical experience. Maybe I start to notice that I am processing an experience that makes me feel panicked and as a result, my body feels hot and I'm trembling in my stomach and I feel tension in my shoulders. This is mindfulness at its best and it's giving us information. And as we become more informed on what's happening here and now, we become more equipped with that information to then take control of what we truly can control. So often the mind wants to control what it can't. And I want to really empathize with that. It's understandable that we as humans would do that. And I think that really comes from the desire to access a sense of safety and security. If we feel like we can control everything, and trust me, I know, I get this on a very deep personal level. If we feel like we can control things, we feel safer We feel more sure of ourselves. We feel more sure of our existence. And we think that that's going to allow us to feel a sense of ease, a sense of peace. The reality, though, is when we're trying to control things that we honestly cannot, we end up in this habit loop. We are triggered by that which we cannot control. We attempt to control that thing. And the result is we continue to feel anxious and out of control. And so the loop continues and continues. Mindfulness, the awareness that arises when we pay attention on purpose, non-judgmentally, and when we pay attention to what's happening in the mind, almost like we are viewing our thoughts as though they're written on a whiteboard or a chalkboard, or they're just written on a piece of paper in front of us, and we're just reading them off. We're observing sort of from a detached perspective. We are recognizing that we are not our thoughts. We're recognizing thoughts as being this sort of fleeting experience. It comes, it goes. And when we do that, we're able to just notice the existence of the thought as opposed to building on the thought and engaging in what's called catastrophizing or some people might call it snowballing or some might call it spiraling. If any of those resonate for you, I feel it. I feel you. And it's understandable. Again, it's valid and it's understandable. It comes from a place of, it comes from a desire to feel better. But if we pay attention on purpose, if we are mindful, we begin to recognize that this loop, this pattern of attempting to feel better through controlling what we can't control actually just leaves us feeling continually anxious. The next thing that I want to talk about here is the idea of honest awareness of the here and now. It takes some real vulnerability to face what's actually happening in the mind, in the body or on the body or in the space we are in. We don't always want to admit to the thoughts that we are experiencing. We don't always want to admit to the emotions that we have because we think we shouldn't. We think we should feel better, that we should not think that way. And this is where people tend to 
almost lie to themselves. I shouldn't even say almost. People will attempt to lie to themselves or minimize their experience or try to put pressure on themselves to feel or think a way that they're not honestly thinking and feeling. And that is also not super effective. Honest awareness does take vulnerability. And what that looks like is simply observing things for what they are. It's allowing yourself to experience acceptance for who you are, how you think, how you feel. Acceptance does not equal enjoyment. Acceptance does not equal I like it or I choose to tolerate this. Acceptance doesn't mean I give up and this is just what it is and I'm not going, I accept it. So I guess that just, it is what it is and (laughs) I'm not going to change. No, acceptance means recognizing that the reality is the reality here and now. And when we choose to accept, we choose to recognize that we can identify what we want to change and then we can begin to change it. We can recognize, I feel anxious and it's making me really tense in my shoulders and my forehead is tense and I'm slouching forward and I can hear the fan blowing and I can see the lamp and the light reflecting off the wall and I can also feel my clothes brushing up against my legs and I realize that if I do a couple stretches right now I might feel less tense and so one might proceed then to do some stretching or might proceed to drink a glass of water or step away from whatever it is that's creating the anxiety so acceptance doesn't mean we're just going to live in the crap. It means that we are recognizing how something feels and then we are using that awareness to take action. Next up, I think it's really important to talk about the idea of a strengths inventory and a worries inventory. Sometimes when we're trying to take control in our lives or make important changes, we're rushing to do it and we're not actually stopping to check in with what are my abilities? What are my special skills that might support me in taking control? What wisdom do I hold and how can I maybe apply it to this situation? This takes a lot of mindfulness. This takes a lot of awareness, a lot of special attention to the here and now in order to make it happen. So if we can check in mindfully with our mental process, our emotional process, our body, the space around us, if we can choose to experience the here and now with honest awareness, we might be better able to also recognize or identify the strengths that we can use in order to deal with whatever particular issue we're coming up against. So maybe you take an inventory of that and you kind of run through, what are my strengths? Well, I am compassionate. I am able to be present. I am generally 
pretty smart, right? Whatever your strengths are. And then, okay, how can I use that? Well, I can be compassionate with myself. How can I do that? Well, I can pull out a journal and I'm going to write three reasons why I love me and why I am proud of me. So mindfulness helps us do that. It helps us do it effectively and not in a super rushed way. Because the thing is, sometimes when we're rushing, things take longer. But if we slow down and we mindfully observe what's happening, what our needs are, and we begin to mindfully meet those needs, we actually move through the process with more ease and probably a lot faster than if we're trying to just rush on through it. Next up, we got the worries inventory. Now, this is where we are separating what's in my control from what isn't. I mean, literally taking some time for yourself when you have it. Granted, many people are living extremely busy lives and have a lot of responsibilities. This is not an activity that has to take a super long time. It could be five to 10 minutes out of your week. It doesn't even have to be every day. It doesn't even have to be every week if you don't need it. But setting aside some intentional time to create your worries inventory, write it all down, create a list, all the things that you've been worried about, all the things that you feel like need addressing and maybe haven't been addressed. Three columns here. First column, all the worries. Second column is what is in my control. The third column is what is not in my control. And you can begin putting each of those worries into one of those next categories. What is in my control? What is not in my control? If you want to get really creative about it, you don't even have to write this in list form on the sheet of paper. You can write them on little pieces of paper, little cutouts, and then create the two columns. And as you pick up each little piece of paper, physically set it down on the uh, in my control list or on the not in my control list or you place it in the in my control bucket and then the other ones in the not in my control bucket get creative with it but physically allowing yourself to integrate this information phys- integrating it into your mind by physically engaging in an activity like this when we are able to experience this we are also going to be able to experience the acceptance around what we cannot control and we're able to experience the empowerment in recognizing the things that we can. It allows us to release. It allows us to release those things from our worries inventory, from our to-do list that sometimes just lives in the mind in a jumbled mess. And then it allows us to expand in the areas that we can actually control. Slowing down, being honest with ourselves and and also being empathetic with ourselves as well, validating ourselves, treating ourselves with compassion, knowing that accepting yourself and treating yourself with compassion doesn't mean you're not going to make changes. It means you are trying to make effective changes ones that are going to be long lasting and you're creating a life for yourself where you can experience more of that, more deep breaths, more sense of relief and less of the anxiety, less of the anger, the frustration, 
all that irritability that comes along with feeling worried and and on edge about all the things that are going wrong and all the things that we can't control. So this is your time. This, right now. This time, as you're listening to my voice at this very moment. This is your here and now. So take this time in the here and now to be mindful of your mental process. Check in with how you feel physically, emotionally. Listen to your breath. Feel the expansion of your belly every time you inhale. Notice the belly deflate as you exhale. And begin doing this work by being honestly aware of the here and now. Choosing to accept. And soon, you will know what to control and what not to control, and you will have more peace. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Mindful Revamp podcast, and I look forward to you being part of this ongoing journey as we mindfully revamp ourselves through authentic observation, awareness, and self-compassion. If you're looking for deepened support, I've got some goodies coming your way. Visit mindfulrevampinc.com in order to stay tuned for my soon-to-launch eight-week and four-week mindfulness-based e-courses the Mindful Living series, and the Emotional Health series. Lastly, if you're looking for support on an even deeper level, you can contact me to discuss therapy and coaching options via my website, mindfulrevampinc.com. Looking forward to connecting with you next time on the Mindful Revamp Podcast.